Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. You'll notice today I got the headphones on. We're going to do a video review. It's a story. I was on a men's forum, and a lot of the guys were pointing to this saying, hey, check out this woman. She's obviously using this guy for his money and his success and things like that. And I said, okay, that's an interesting story. Let me dig into it a little bit. And... Before you know it, by the end of it, I it was one of those things where I said, maybe they're both going to win, maybe they're both going to lose, maybe this it, it's an interesting story, but but it, it it kind of let me touch my fingers on a lot of different topics, and I love videos that do that for me. So first of all, we we all usually have some confirmation bias, meaning that that if you see something and you hear something and you agree with it, that tends to be the answer and the the view of something that you decide to settle on and very popular in politics. But um, most of the time, it's probably why you watch my channel because you agree with 80% of what I say or 90% of what I say. But very rarely do we go outside of our comfort zone to look at things from an, another angle that we disagree with. Well, when we see a, a very young, attractive woman walking down the street with an older man and maybe he's not very good looking um, and especially when, when it's an American as well as someone from Southeast Asia where it's much poorer there, we can very quickly say, well, she's just wanting him for his finances and he's wanting her because she's young and pretty and that he couldn't find a woman with that youth and beauty in the United States, so he had to go abroad to find it. And we make these assessments, so when we walk, watch someone walking down the street, a lot of times we'll say, well, and, and I, I do this too, I, I'm not... Not saying I'm any different. We look and we go, yeah, I bet he's got some money because it's obvious that she's beautiful, but it's not obvious that he's rich. Now, if you were to see a man pull up in a limousine at a big gala event and he got out and was tossing $100 bills in the air, like, you know, so it's extremely clear that he's rich, but his wife has a veil over her face, would you say, man, I bet she's beautiful? Maybe, maybe not, but. It's kind of one of those things where it makes you wonder. Well, this is a story. It's it's about Ed and Rose, and it's on TLC. I'm going to leave a link below to the all the clips that they have of this. And I would I would say before you pass judgment on either one of them to go watch them. But I tried to put together a, a an assortment of clips that shows her situation, and then by looking at him, I think you'll understand his situation. Let's get let's get going on this before I go too long here, and you'll see what we're talking about. So uh, Rose has a four-year-old son named Prince, and they live in the Philippines, and uh, obviously she's in a one of the poorer cities. So let's get started on this. My name is Rose, and I'm 23 years old. I live in Caloacan City, Philippines. Okay, so like I said, she's in the Philippines, and I have to break this up into chunks because if I play a big stream of it, they will hit me on on copyright infringement, and I don't I don't want that to happen. So, like I said, she's poor, she's attractive, from the Philippines. We have no kitchen, no toilet, and we sleep on the floor. It's a hard life, but I always be positive person. So when we talk about people that are well off. Here in the United States, maybe in, in Europe, in, in developed Europe, Australia, New Zealand, you know, Japan, the kind of the kind of the developed first world nations, 
when we talk about something that's someone that's poor versus someone that's rich, the disparity is less than you'd think. In other words, yes, the homeless are a, a kind of a different ilk. But I, when I say someone is poor, meaning they're in a very inexpensive apartment, they can barely pay their bills. But most of the time, they still have a TV. They still have access to the Internet. Maybe it's just on their phone, but they still have a phone. Then you take someone that's middle class. They can do a lot more with their money, but we'll say we'll say 30000 versus 50000 or 30000 versus 60000 That's a jump, but it's not a massive jump. I mean, they still get to maybe own a car, uh, make their way to work. Maybe they take public transport, but they still have clean clothing. They usually have a washing machine or a laundromat they can go to. Uh, they have a TV, they have a cell phone, so on and so forth. She is poor enough. They don't even have a toilet. They don't have a kitchen. She does, she sleeps on the floor. They had it in another scene. It was like a futon, just a, a mattress on the floor that she folds up, moves out of the way. And so when you, this is probably about as poor as you can be and still survive. Um, and and granted, there are, are people in worse situations, yes. But I mean, when we talk about on a scale of one to 10, she's a two when it comes to the income and she has a son to boot. I don't know what happened to the, the boy's father. I didn't want to go down that road. But nonetheless, she's she's struggling. The struggle is real. We live in the back of his sister's door and I tried to help her. After my mom passed away last year, my sister's famous, my second mother. So obviously she's young, 20. I think she says her age a little bit later on. It's 23, so... I met Ed online, and I, I love to Ed because he's my kid, and he makes me laugh, and he always jolly. <laughs> and I like Ed's hair because it's so long and very sexy. Now, part of the challenge of this is obviously it's for a TV show. So is she answering genuinely, or is she is she uncomfortable enough to say, He's not that great looking. I'm really not into his looks. However, the opportunity the opportunity that he will give me and my son is enough so that I can overlook his looks for his personality and for the opportunity that I'm going to be given by being with him. It's 54, me 23, but doesn't matter because we love each other. So there we go. 31 years difference. Now, it's easy to, you know, when you watch something like this, and this is what I liked coming up as you're going to get to eat, meet Ed, it's very easy, again, to start saying, okay, well, he's obviously not an attractive guy, but, yeah, you know, why is, why is he going with a, a overseas to a 23-year-old that has a son, so on and so forth? There's something that's going on here that we haven't been told yet. I want my son called Ed Daddy because I want to give my son the best and I want to take care of my son. Okay, so we're starting to learn a little bit more now. Now she's worried mostly about her son. She's not worried about herself. You notice she doesn't necessarily want the finer things in life. She doesn't want to live on easy street. She wants Ed to love her son and give her son a good life. She's worried about her family. What do you expect when you so there she says she wants a family. So she wants to continue having kids. Three kids total. 
She wants a new life. She wants to be happy with her kids. And of course, in her circumstances, she cannot have three kids. However, with a quote unquote rich, rich comparable to her, I don't know how rich he is, but um, with him having more money, it's obviously going to make her dreams and her life fulfillment of having a larger family and an easier life come true. Is this a bad thing? Is it a bad thing when an older guy likes to date a young, younger, beautiful woman because he says, I, you know, I like her personality. I like being with her and she's beautiful and young and I can have a family. Is that bad? Is it worse or less worse for her to say, you know, he's not everything I want as far as looks, but the opportunity that he can give me more kids and he can give me a lifestyle that is at least where I'm not sleeping on a floor and I have a bathroom in my house, um, then I'm willing to overlook his looks for the other opportunities he gives me. And if you can say both things are true and yes to both things, is this a bad deal for either one of them? Um, again, I think you'll know a little more once you meet Ed. Sa naging pas ni Rosemary, sa mga naging pas niya, na parang mas iba si Ed kasi mas malaki yung gap niya. Saka yung pangangatawan niya, mas malaki. Pero okay lang para sa akin kung masinayaman siya. Now again, I, I, that's why I mentioned earlier about being rich. To these young ladies, a young man that is 25 years old making $30,000 a year is rich. Because were you to... I mean, if you look at the bus that I have built here, I have a shower I'm installing. I have a toilet. I have a sink. I have a refrigerator. It's mobile. I have reels surrounded by real hardwood. Like, that's luxury compared to what these li women are living in, and this bus is not expensive. So any amount of income where you have a toilet indoors and a shower with hot water is an upgrade. So again... When you say rich, is she, hey, this is easy street, I'm marrying a rich guy, or is it, this is easy street, I get to have a toilet and hot water. And if you were in her situation, what sacrifices would you make to put yourself in a better lifestyle for your kid and future kids? So I feel worried, but I feel excited. I hope for my son and me, our relationship work out. I want to be happy family. So, she's, she seems very sweet, and at no point did I ever feel like she was kind of a, a gold digger here. This is Ed. Now, Ed is a, a, a bigger gentleman, but a shorter gentleman. And after I watch, I'll let you watch a little bit, and then we'll talk about it. This is their meeting in the airport. Oh, my God. <laughs> now... I don't know if many of you know this about Filipino and Thai women. Most of them, the average height is like 5'1". Many of them are under 5 feet tall. They're very petite. So this tells me that Ed here is probably tipping the scales north of 200 pounds, but he's maybe, maybe 5 feet, maybe, because he's shorter than her by a couple inches. So when you look at this gentleman that has basically no neck, he's a big guy, but he's short. He kind of reminds me of a very heavy set Danny DeVito. There's part of me that says there's really no opportunity for him to date in the United States. Um, even an, an average or slightly below average woman, I don't think they would give him a chance because he's got all the strikes against him that tra tra traditionally women would like to date. He is not tall. 
He is not attractive. He's not fit. His, again, his rich may be, you know, he makes average American income. So to her, he's rich, but, you know, for other Americans, he's not. Would he have an opportunity at love unless he didn't go this route? Let's watch. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Fine. Are you real? Yeah, oh my God, you're so real. You're so beautiful. Oh my God. So, yes, he's very not attractive. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, but you can see how genuinely excited, how how he seems very awkward. He's not like some tosser player guy. Like he, this is a guy that may not have had an opportunity to date other than this. Like this may be the only opportunity he gets to have somebody to be with in life. Period. I'm so very happy to see you. You promise? I'm so excited. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> now, there's part of me that says, I think Ed would give her a great life. I think he would do anything for her. And that may include, interestingly enough, him not only financing her, but if he has enough money, sending the money home to her sister and to her sister's family to help them as well. So a lot of times when you do date or marry a Southeast Asian woman, you are marrying the family. And as such, he may now be not only responsible for her, but, you know, the sister as well. That she may, that uh, Rose here may want to send money home for that family as well. But again, if you look at him, there's nothing here that screams, wow, this is a bad guy just taking advantage of a young lady. Now I'm standing in front of her and I really want to kiss Rose. I really do. But I want to make sure that she really likes me. Am I what you expected? Do you like? I expected you're tall to me. Tall, more tall. Short to me. <laughs> I'm going to give her this. Do you know something? She didn't mince her words. She was honest and she said what she was thinking. I've got neighbor dogs here that are barking. Sorry. So um, she was saying what? what she thinks and, and is being honest and hey you're shorter than I thought you were and come to find out later on I think he actually told her that they were the same height but he was thinking if I told her I'm shorter than her she wouldn't be interested so he wasn't quite honest with her about that but nonetheless the whole point being is that she's at least being honest up front about him I see on purse in person she he is really big <laughs> big <laughs> But short. <laughs> Let me see. Are we the same? <laughs> Little. Poquito. Poquito. Un pequeño. So she laughs when they're not together and she laughs about it, but she's also having a laugh and kind of making fun out of, of him to his face. So is she maybe not digging him after all or maybe she's fine with it i don't know do you find me attractive attractive always always yeah. okay well who you are it's okay I, for me what do you mean i don't want to just be okay for you i want to be i want to be your man yeah you're man you're my king you my know? i'm her king she's my queen <gasps> He's so cute oh my god i just want to look at you <laughs> i love you kiss <laughs> okay so we'll wrap it up there so here's the whole point of this right is that number one 
Number one, is is this a good or bad situation? It's hard to say. A lot of women might, or a lot of people might look at her and say, well, she's obviously only into his money. Now, they did talk three months online before they met up here in person. So they did get to know each other some. Is it possible that uh, she finds him attractive? No, it is not. Could she like his personality? Yes. Could she like his finances? Yes. Can she like the fact that this will allow her to have more children and a good life for her kids if they, say, became American and are now American students and they live in America and they go from the opportunity that her kids would have there to the opportunity that her current son and her future kids would have in America. That's a lot of sacrifice for her to make as far as dating, betting, and marrying someone like him. In the same token, though, it's also a pretty big sacrifice that he's going to have to make and that not only is he going to have to finance her and now he's taking on a four-year-old already, plus he's adding, hope, she hopes at some point, two more kids after that. So now he's, gonna, he's already kind of agreed to take on her three kids plus, like I said before, she may, he may end up having to send money back to her sister and those kids to help them out. He's going to really take a financial hit. She's going to really take a, am I really attracted to him? Is he really someone that I, that I, I, I can fall in love with? Or am I kind of playing a role? I think he'll actually genuinely love her, but um, just by the way he, he acted. But it's hard to say. So this is a situation where you either say, hey, A, he couldn't get any better. This is his only option. B, she, she couldn't really do any better for herself in the, in the walk of life. This is her only option. So does that mean that A, neither one of them is going to be happy? Or C, maybe both of them are happy? Or more than likely, what I think will happen, especially with the way our laws are set up here in the United States, she gets married, she comes over, maybe she has a couple of kids with him. She's a housewife for a little while, but she's 23, he's 54. So by the time she's 27, 28, 29, and he's knocking on 60-something, does she say, all her female friends that are around her say, hey, you know, you here in the United States, you can leave him and you're going to get like half his money and you can go out and then date 28, 30-year-old guys, find an attractive guy, find, uh, you know, whatever, and you get half of his money. See, the, the, the hard part is here is that a, when, a, when a man and a woman are together and they get married, he has access to her beauty. She has access to his finances. When they decide to split up, and again, usually it's it's the women that initiates this. When they decide to split up, the state determines she still gets access to his finances, but he doesn't get access to her beauty anymore. So what does that mean? It means that when things end, she wins, he loses. Now, the reasons why these laws were made in the first place is because what if a man and a woman were together, she has no money like this young Rose doesn't, and she gives him her best years in life. In other words, let's say that a woman is 23 and the guy is 28 or 30. Okay, she gives him her youth. She gives him her flower, right? He takes that from her. She gives him a couple of kids, and now when they get to be 45 or 50, her beauty starts to fade, and he then can leave her behind, go wife up a young 23-year-old, 
and because the 23-year-old wants to be with him because he's got money, and the woman is left behind with nothing. Her youth is gone because of time, and her uh, finances are gone because he took them. So to protect that aspect of it, that's where we got the divorce laws and child, um, the financing for ch- kids for child support and where we got alimony from. It was to protect the women from the guy bailing on the relationship when things were, when she wasn't as pretty, but he still had access to beautiful women. Well, now with the new laws, the way they put them now, the reverse is true. She gets to bail on him and she gets to leave with her youth and his finances and he's left being an older guy with no money which nobody wants to date. If you're an older established woman, you want a guy you're equal or better, so you wouldn't want to date him. And if you're a young person and you want kind of a, I don't know, a good opportunity, you're going to age up, you want a money up too. You don't want a guy that's no better than you are. So that leaves the guy in the dirt versus the way it used to leave the women in the dirt. That's why our current system is not, is, is kind of broken the way it is now. So here, who wins? She gets out of poverty he is going to you know, take a gamble, maybe end up with a family that he never had before. Maybe she ends up loving him, uh, but is she going to step out? Is she going to leave? It, you know, a lot of gambles here. So put yourself in, in her shoes. Put yourself in your shoes. What would you do in a situation? Now, I know you guys would say, no, not worth it. I get it. But, but look at Ed. Ed's never had, probably ever had a relationship. He may never have had love. He, he said, now I finally believe in love again. How long that'll last, who knows? But if you are a guy that still wants a family, you look like Ed does, but you're relatively successful, this may be his only option. Is it worth the gamble? And if so, did he win when she leaves? You see what I mean? There's a lot of, it's an interesting thought project. Now, in my case, I would not I would not date anyone and, and I'm, I'm fine being alone. But I'm in a different place in my life, as are many of you. So I thought this was interesting. What do you guys think? Is it kind of an equal exchange for now to where maybe she gets all the advantage if she decides to bail? If they stay in the Philippines and the laws do not hurt him like they would here in Americas, and she stays with him, and he stay, let's say he stays in the Philippines and he still works for an American company and they deposit his American paycheck and American bank account, and he can withdraw that and spend it in the Philippines, then yes, his 40000 or $50,000 a year makes him a very successful rich man there. If he makes a hundred grand, it's like being a millionaire in the Philippines, especially in the poor areas. If he stays there where the laws do protect him or may not let her take advantage of him, then he would definitely be the winner, right? Because then he gets a wife, might get the kids. She's young and pretty. His money is enough for everybody. Everybody's happy. He wins. The only risk I see him taking is bringing her back to the United States with our current our current uh, divorce laws because then she can leave and, and he would not have a, uh, a place to hang his hat, as it were. So thought project for you guys. Let me know what you think about this one. I'd love to hear your comments. If you'd like to support my work, links are below. And as always, thank you for those that have. Uh, and if you don't want to do it that way, the best way you can help me out is like, comment, share, subscribe, and check out some of my older videos. None of them are time sensitive. Guys, I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, if it's a fair, even exchange, is it good? Even if we know why each person is doing it, and it's not technically the right reasons.